Disclaimer, we know nothing really about Formula One. Sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true. I like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about. Welcome to F1 Purple Rain with me, Ryan. And me, Dom. That was smooth, wasn't like it? You, I like keeping you on the edge. Yeah, I was about to say something that I continue. <laughs> you definitely did. Rick! Well, mate, the Monaco Grand Prix. Normally, the second most boring race on the grid. Why? What's the most boring? Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami. I don't know why he said it like that either. Miami. How do you spell M E E M I I? Miami. Miami. Well, and here we are at the historic Monaco Grand Prix. Been racing here. Been we've been. Forced to watch boring racing since 1922, three or four. Yeah, three, three. Thanks. He absolutely fucking nailed that sentence, by the way. <laughs> it's like he had a stroke halfway through. <laughs> yeah, because I started panicking about the date. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Nin- 1921 <laughs> is World War One. <laughs> Shit. Oh, okay. Don't know what you Was I wrong in there as well? Sweet. Yeah. Nice. You're absolutely, you are so good at dates that I can't wait to do our next installment of <laughs> Guess That <laughs> Season. <laughs> What's 1921? Nothing. Ah, uh, then it's the year Gucci Gucci was formed. Gucci or Gucci? Oh, you I... Can, I know that fact for a fact. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> If you want any any more useless information, just email in at fonpurplerain at gmail.com. And Dom, this should be the new podcast. Dom's... What Dom useless thinks is right. Facts. Yeah, what, what does... How Dom thinks the world works. <laughs> yeah, mate. Well, to be honest, I think from lap one to lap 50, you can chalk that up as another classic Monaco race. Yeah. Uh... There's a couple of wee things I'll talk about before we talk about the race, the wee pre-race stuff. So Sky, absolutely sucking Max off big time, but is an unbelievable generational uh, qualifying lap. Almost. Uh, I think they're going to talk about this almost as much as the Saudi Arabia lap from last year, or the year before, sorry. They love his Saudi Arabia qualifying lap from 2021, and they love his qualifying lap from Monaco this year. Uh, what else did I? What else? What else did I enjoy? I enjoyed when the drivers were going around on that wee like truck. They were like the wee flatbed. They all stand in the back like the bus. Um, Lewis and Bottas were just chilling away from every other driver with an umbrella. Drivers parade. Yes, that's Dom's what I was looking world. for. We call it in Dom's world. We call it the drivers parade, not the flatbed. Yeah. The, the flatbed truck, like they're 
living in Central America. Uh, but yeah, like um, all the drivers are obviously like all standing together and just bought ass and Hamilton just chilling way on their own just with an umbrella. It's some umbrella. Um, some umbrella, yeah. I used to like Kylie Minogue until she said she was there at Red Bull. So she's went down my estimations. Just that I'll add that in there. I think I used to like you, um, Kylie. No, Sharapova was with Red Bull this weekend as well. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, did you see yeah. her hand the um, hit stop uh, fastest qualifying tyre to Max? No. She, she's like a foot taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like handing a like... child. Is it, is, it, is it like when Gandalf hands the one ring to Frodo? You know, like handing it's him a toy tire. There you go. Go play with this. Yeah, she has a wee toy tire, like a key ring tire. Yeah, she she's got like a key becomes, ring tire. It becomes massive. And it's exactly, on. yeah. <laughs> it was fucking mad. I was like, is she that tall? I don't remember her being tall. <laughs> is she wearing heels? She, she was fucking towered over Max. Fucking hell. Uh, I did, I also enjoyed... All on the bloom, being yeah, he must have been hammered because he was way too enthusiastic about being there. <laughs> uh, the Red Bull engineer, did you see the Red Bull engineer swore at them? Nah, I didn't. Uh, so Martin Brundle was trying to go over and talk to Horner, and the Red Bull engineer was like, "No, fuck off! I'm God getting fucking shit for this." And then, like the guy behind the camera. Like behind, like he obviously goes out with Martin. Was like, "We're live, mate. We're live. You need to fucking shut up." Like basically, shut up. And oh, this guy just had the whole thing on TV. <laughs> and then, um, uh, Brundle was like, "Christian," and, get, and Christian for was like, "Hello, mate," <laughs> and just started talking to him. Unbelievable. And then, then <laughs> Brundle interviews Thibaut Courtois. He is a Belgian keeper. But plays for plays for Real Madrid, and he's like, "Yeah, so you've got a good uh, bit of Spanish drivers here, haven't you? you know, from Spain yourself, you know, like he's." And then Cortez like, "Uh, yeah, you know, like you know, in Spain, like in Madrid, would be like Carlos and Alonso." And then a really weird moment, and then Bruno actually goes, "Just to just to just to remember that um he's from Belgium, not Spain, but anyway." <laughs> <laughs> It's like sake, the best, the best part of the pre-race, which I think a lot of people will agree with, was Martin Brundle's section on um, Ert and Senna. Yeah, yeah, they did a whole big bit on Senna, which was a. Uh, oh, you don't watch the Sky on Sunday, don't you? Watch, yeah. I didn't see any of the Sky feed, and this is the reason we want to bring more sort of angles to the podcast. So I'm watching a different feature yes, right so, now. So I'll say, if you don't know, uh, Senna raced in Monaco for 10, 10 times, and he got eight podiums, a record six wins. And when he didn't finish in the podium, he retired. So he had eight podiums and two retirements in Monaco, and six record wins, five in a row as well. But it was a big segment on him, and it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Would have and been then, nice to have seen. We, yes, it was. You should just watch it on like Sky or something. Yeah. And then we got into the race. And for all how bored Monaco is, like for her period of time, 
the first lap is always just fucking mental. <laughs> like, what the fuck was Lance Stroll doing? <laughs> he went for a gap <laughs> that no way ever existed. And then he hit the wall first and then drove in the sergeant. And then, <laughs> but then, and then after the hairpin, he, he pulled out by alongside him again and did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> drove into him again. Yeah, Stroll like... races at Monaco like I play the game with damage off. Yeah, and then yeah, and then someone else, well, else someone else drove in the back of uh, Sergeant was like, and this be it. And then he proceeded to nearly drive into the Alpha Mayor in front of him. You're like, what the what the hell are you doing? Oh, and then Hulkenberg made a massive lunge. Like, like, what are you what are you doing? Fucking locked up from a mile back. Skids into the corner. No penalty. It's fine. No, you get a five second for that one. Oh, that one you got five seconds for. Yeah, yeah, you got a five second for that penalty. It was just. It was just. It was comical. There was so much happening, like towards the back of the back of the grid. It was brilliant. Mad. Mad. Monaco on the first lap is always really, really. Interesting to watch. And then you think, okay, Fry, you're looking not too bad here. It just science needs to get Ocon or, you know, get him in the pits. And then science decides, oh, I'll just dive bomb him. And then just drives into the back of him and breaks his wing. You're it like, what are you doing? Straight into the back of Ocon. <laughs> and then automatic, then straight away goes, he moves under braking. It's like, no, he, he turned into the corner. You just drove into me, you absolute fucking renegade. So many drivers just blindly blaming the other people as well. I couldn't believe how yes. many how split the strategy was. Loads of people went hard, loads of people went medium. No one knew what to do. Yeah, but it was funny. Go back at that, it was funny. The Brundle talked to the Pirelli guy at the start. He was like, "So, what kind of uh, tires can we see?" And he's like, "Well, I think the front ones are all going to be on softs." And then nobody was on softs. You're like this guy picks the tires and tells people what to do. And he doesn't even know anything. Fucking brilliant! And then after size hits Ocon, his fucking wing is flapping around in the wind. Oh but yeah, that doesn't come in. Just lets it smash onto the track for Lewis Hamilton to run over for no. Yeah, and that could end in Lewis's race. You're like, fuck me! Like Lewis ran over it, and the clerk <laughs> ran over his sideboard. <laughs> like, what would be the penalty if Sainz's wing? Took out two main competitors, probably he, ten seconds, and he probably finishes fifth anyway. He should have. He should have been made to pit. Well, the fact the that it was, just falls off, it, it's not good enough. Not on a street track, it where every side of the track is walled. Mm. There's no runoff. There's no grass. Mm. There's no gravel. It's not just going to fly off anywhere. Uh, it's it's because they discuss this because the teams can. Descri- uh, describe how much integrity their wing has if a piece falls off. He so that's partly why Red. Do you remember last year when Red Bull Haas got done for the wing falling off? Yeah, and then Red Bull happened the same thing, but they didn't get any penalty. It's because Red Bull were able to have photos and give details of how their wing was more integrity secured. I think you, words, any, like, I think the words you're looking for are Red Bull have FIA in the pocket. Oh yes, the bribe them. Yes, that's what I was. Sorry. I mean, 
this is another clear clear grey area of the sport where it's good for one team, not good for another. I mean, the fact that it was a large fucking piece flapping around in the wind shouldn't be allowed. He should have been forced to pit. And then to have that on the track. And then they'd be like, oh, don't worry, someone's picked it up. Well, to be honest, they shouldn't have had to, to be honest, jump over the barrier, go fucking grab it. <laughs> yeah, jump over the barrier and those cars driving 150 miles an hour and go, it's the narrowest track. <laughs> it's the narrowest track on the, on the grid, the narrowest, by some distance. And there's a massive piece of debris on the track. Like, it, it's not like these wings are small. The piece is fucking massive. Like, yeah. <laughs> I the front end it. plate, and they're huge now. The front end plates are huge because now it curls right up. Didn't have to pit, and everyone was fine with it being on the track where two cars ran over it at least, and then Marshall had to enter the track to get rid of it. Yeah, this is really good, yeah, and, really safe. And then, and then they were like on Sky, oh yeah, it's uh, there's plenty of space between uh, like Hogelberg and last and Verstappen first to go and get it. They should have to go and get it. <laughs> like, sure, well, he should have pitted. He should have been forced to pit. Sure, his engineers were out, ready, and he just drove around. And what makes me laugh is they've got so many cameras now that there's enough. The team has enough money. One, two, they could have a single person watching a single driver the whole way around, and they can make that call. Do you know what I mean? They could say, "No, yeah, there's a piece of piece of bodywork is flapping off. You have to come in. You've been told to come in." Yeah. But like sometimes the FIA react like they haven't seen it because for some reason it's like they're watching the main feed. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. They're not, they shouldn't be watching uh, the main feed. They have access to every camera at any time. Yeah, exactly. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? But like he was showing a black and white flag. I don't think that was even for his wing. No, it wasn't. It's was for running into him for the actual initial collision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like. They just make up rules as they go along. It just makes uh, no sense. And again, that should have been a penalty, not a black and white. A black and white. He drove into him and then blamed him. Yeah, blamed him for turning into the uh, an incredibly tight corner. Yeah, I mean, absolutely madness, absolute madness. And that wasn't even that was in the end of people being fucking stupid. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> no. This, this is this is Monaco. <laughs> That's he. That was still that was in the dry. Well, that that was on lap eleven. Uh, lap, <laughs> lap lap thirteen. Alonso thinks he has a puncture. Could have been the debris. I don't know. He didn't touch anything. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "I've got a puncture," and then they're like, "Everything's okay." And he goes, "I have a puncture." He's just like, "I have one." <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he didn't have one. <laughs> no, no, didn't have a, didn't have anything at all wrong with the car. It was completely fine. Also turns out um, Sergeant cannot manage his tyres. He is the oh worst. Oh my god, he, he absolutely destroyed them tyres and he just kept losing place after place after. He lost three places in the space of like four quarters. You're like, how sh- shit are you in Monaco? When so three shit. guards overtake him so like four quarters. It, he's so shit. It, in the end, the team put him on softs. <laughs> <laughs> to help train him how to tyre manage when there's like yeah. 50 laps left of the because he had no other tyre he fucking popped his me he popped his arts he fucked yeah. his mediums and then with like 50 laps to go the team had to put him on softs yeah like, him there you go how to use how to tyre manage fuck me what? if it didn't rain he'd be in serious trouble <laughs> Yeah, but it was even funnier. They were saying they were using Sergeant 
to help Albon get further up the road because he was holding everybody behind him up. He was a fucking disaster. I did I did thoroughly enjoy um Sergio Perez's storming race up the grid. <laughs> I think he was took people was in Sergeant. the pits. He were two people in the pits and then took past Sergeant. And that was really about it. I loved it. They brought him in the pits on lap one to hard, to put the hards on, yeah. which is in theory to go to the end of the race. Now, albeit if it didn't rain, he wouldn't have been able to anyway because he crashed into so many people. Yeah. He also you had a front wing uh, change. Yeah, do you know what I was? I was, I was laughing when he put on lap one. Could you imagine us playing the game? I'm petting on lap one for hards and then trying to survive until the end. Yeah, we'd be absolutely fucked. Fucking no chance. It's the like, strategy I've tried, though. Fails. Yeah, you, you tried, though, because you already broke your wing. Yeah, exactly. But he hadn't broke his wing. He came in. That was the, that was plan A. Yeah, that was a right. That's that conversation with Perez. Okay, because you're 20th and shit. Our plan of attack is you will do one super duper flying lap on mediums and then we'll pitch you for hards. Yeah. And then you got to catch why, didn't put on, why didn't this put on sauce at the start? Just to get him fucking. Well, up. yeah. I don't know. Is this Red Bull? No idea. I mean, the, the chatter started happening pretty early on in the race about possible rain. From lap 30, Perez was told risk, risk of rain. Lap 32. Yeah, they're, all, they're all getting told different things. It was chance of rain in 15 laps, chance of rain in 45 minutes. And you're like, that is not 15 laps. Why are you doing it every other team? And then it was the Red Bull. and showed the Red Bull a bit well. And it said, no chance of rain, like no rain predicted. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Why are all these teams have the same satellites, but yet they're all like, oh, rain soon. Rain you finally later. see the helicopter shot, oh. and you can see it's clearly raining on the mountain. <laughs> yeah. In thunderclouds. Uh, it was Russell first. It was like, yeah, it's raining down here in like turn six. And then for ages, they were like, oh, well, if it just keeps confined to that one bit of the track, they'll be fine. When has rain ever just confined itself to like three turns on the track? Exactly. To be honest, the lap they said that uh, Russell said on the radio that it's raining was oh fucking hell we've gone we've gone ahead a little bit here. He said on lap fifty one, Russell came in and said it's raining on on turn three. By lap fifty four, it was half the track, <laughs> so, and everyone was on intermediates except Magnuson, who decided that he'll he'll run the he'll run the hearts <laughs> out. In the hopes they turn into super hard inches or something. Yeah, that was, that was, I don't know, he was driving about four miles an hour. And he was just so fucking slow. Again, there's a sort of strategy we try on fucking on the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you try it oh, no. in the safety. Only... You try it in the safety of a simulator or on a game. You don't go to Monaco. In real life, and go. Oh, it's raining. I know what I'll do. I'll just try the hards and it's see what's track like. Position. Track position is everything. I'm going to hold out for 24 laps <laughs> in the pouring rain. 
Oh, did, he, did he see him go off though? He went off on the escape route, mm. but he went so far down, he was like on oh, like another street. He was so, he was so far down that when signs went down on one of his lovely trips down the shopping street, <laughs> that signs could turn around and get back on without even touching him. <laughs> so a joke. I signed to spin was hilarious. He just tried to break and just slid the whole way into the wall. It must have been like the longest slide ever, just sitting there like Ah, oh, okay. So, uh, oh, there's it, the wall. Because it's downhill. It doesn't even matter. Like they could have they could be going zero miles an hour, but they're gonna start sliding down the hill. Okay. He just sat, he just sat in his car just like <sighs> just, just waiting for this wall to hit. Oh, Max was complaining um, before the before it started raining. Max was uh, complaining about his tires constantly. Red Bull were being pretty strict with him, which is nice to see. It's just a, tell, tell me, it's just to make his race seem better. Yeah, just it's all it is, just to make his drive seem much better than what it is. Perez hit Mag uh, before it rained as well. Perez drove into Magnuson, blamed Magnuson. <laughs> yeah, <the> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you do, as seems to be the recurrent theme of, of Monaco, is it's never your fault if Sign, you hit someone. Signs went absolute apeshit on the radio about the strategy call because they were trying to they were trying to cover Hamilton. He's like basically couldn't give a shit about Hamilton. I was trying to get Ocon. <laughs> yeah. Stroll then uh, also on lap thirty seven. Stroll drove into Magnussen. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm not sure if it was Stroll or Perez, but they were definitely driver of the day when it came to hitting stuff. I think I think it has to be Stroll. See, he's going around the hurricane. <laughs> he just drove, he just drove into the wall, and then his entire front wing went under his wheels, <laughs> so he couldn't turn for the next corner. So he just drove into the other wall. I just smashed it up even more, so he would get rid of his wing. Ugh, I was fucking wetting myself. He could. It was the fact that like you could see him physically trying to turn, and his car was just going straight into the wall again. You're like, fuck me. The wet weather specialist. <laughs> yeah, just he, he showing you where the like he was is. trying. Just like he's trying, he's just smashing up all the walls, just like I will do. Just literally bouncing down the hill. It's like he was told. By the way, our our budget starts as a clean slate for the next race. So to just smash it up as much as you can. He's like, yes, I will. Oh. On my note for stroll is just stroll and then just ha <laughs> 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 I think that's what I wrote. that final one where he basically bounced off the walls. Either was side of the road was, I think that was the nail in the coffin. That was the end of his race. It was one of the funniest crashes I've ever seen. Just because he'd see, first, first he just didn't break and drove into the wall and then, and then just kept driving around. And then you can see him like this, like trying to turn and his car was just going dead straight into the wall because it obviously lodged his entire wing under his wheels. Under the wheel, so he wasn't turning and then anyway. He hit, and then he hit the wall and then you just see his wing just slide at the shootout. You're like, for fuck's sake. Just a big massive, like, four-foot wing just fucking everywhere. You're like, you absolute dick. 
Again, not a, how was there no safety car? Fucking the man is just fucking it's, debris. The entire, wing, the entire wing was just black. No, they're like, ah, oh, it's fine. How, like, how in the world was there no safety car at this track? I just cannot get my head around it. Cannot get my head around it. Really? Yeah, because, like, parts of, parts of the track were just like, it's just been diced in soup. It was just fucking, it was yeah. like the slippiest thing I've ever seen. It's like they pre washed the track. <laughs> And didn't rinse all of the fucking washing <laughs> yeah, up liquid off it. Yeah. Because <laughs> even Sergeant went around the pit and then just stopped because he couldn't make, he just, he just drove around and just was like, oh, well, I can't make this corner. And if you think that was hilarious, fucking Lonzo coming in for extra fucking mediums. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's fucking raining. And he comes and goes, it won't last. And then Ted Kravitz is like, I think he's right, you know. <laughs> Oh, like, I think he's right. And then about a minute later, he's like, pit again, Lonzo. He did pit again. Unbelievable. If he didn't do that, if he didn't do that, he probably he might he might have had a chance to win. Yeah, I think so, because he finished only a uh, well, he finished a pit stop behind him in the end, didn't he? And he yeah. had an extra pit stop. So yeah, I I agree with that completely. I think I think you're right. Imbecile. Absolutely imbecile, like so funny, so so funny. Uh, we've skipped over it when um, George Russell um, unsafely came back to the track, honest, and then just a lot, and just a, just a, just a line Perez just smashed into him, and then was like, "I can't see anything." Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> I'm sure Horner and the Red Bull team were right on that as well. Oh yeah, how, yeah, how we always come is. together. That little speech. Oh yeah, I know, and that that isn't even the end of George Russell being a dick. No, I just cannot get my head around where he thinks he has the audacity or the right <laughs> just to be led past. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. I don't what? understand what his about, what his thinking was. How about goes, focus on not crashing any, the car is anymore? There any chance that Lewis can move? So I can go, but I'll not be. I'll not drive five seconds ahead, so I can still finish behind him. Yeah. To be honest, after the first round of pits in on Inters, Georgia was ahead of Howen. He came out ahead of him. Yeah. And then he fucked up, didn't he? Well, yeah. he span yeah. off the track and drove into Perez. Uh, how about George? If you want to be ahead of Howen, get there on merit. And then. The funniest one was, he was like, is there any chance I can have a pop at Ocon? And the team were like, Lewis has good pace. I mean, they that made, was all you heard. They that made the right decision there. They, if they let him pass, I just, wow, that, that would have been the most stupidest call ever. But he was like, can I ask Can I ask to go past him? And he was three and a half seconds behind when he asked the question. He's like, yeah, don't worry, Lewis. Lewis just dropped three and a half seconds behind. But like, you yeah, go but ahead. I'm in danger because the five second penalty was uh, Le- Leclerc behind. No, you're not. Leclerc is yeah. more than five seconds behind. Yeah, Leclerc's eight seconds behind you, you dick. Fucking let let me let let me pass. He won't lose the position anyway. Like who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fuck off. Fucking unbelievable. He'll like, try anything. He's like, this isn't the first time though. Like, remember Australia? Oh, we tell Lewis to back off. And stop fighting me. Oh, Lewis is being hunted down by Max Verstappen in the fastest car this the sport's ever seen. Oh, yeah, no, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, me. We'll, we'll back off, let you do your yeah. 
Well, it's, when you go back to Joe Guanyu's uh, crash at Silverstone and George got out of his car and then tried to get back in his car, it's the same thing. Yeah. Just trying to break the rules. <laughs> yeah. He has when... his car has one, one, one thing. His car has three wheels. He gets out, then jumps back in and goes, I can still race this, by the way. <laughs> exactly. Or, or... Yeah, because his car was... was it, you can race if you get back to the pits unassisted. His car got back to the pits on top of a flatbed truck. Exactly. So how, how unassisted that is. Or another George Russell classic is in France when he spearheaded uh, Perez, I think, at the chicane at the long straight. Oh, yes, because his, he had his, 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 his front wing was level with the exhaust. Of Perez, and he was like, "That is my right." I think you'll find it's Article Seven Nine Four Two B. I was in the right there. Sub, subsection Subsection Four, Paragraph Three, Line One. You will find out that is my wing is on the exhaust. as my corner. Fucking hell! And I've never seen anyone pull that card other than George. Fucking slimy George. Slimy George. Hilarious. Probably had a tough day. Just couldn't couldn't get the grips with the changing conditions at all. And the, yeah. before they came into pit, they were all over the tracks. They were also too late to pit, and they were sliding like coming yeah. out the chicane <laughs> next to each other. And look at the fucking say. door. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, was, they were driving about six miles an hour, so it looked really slow. It was like, what the fuck is going on? They were like. Just slowly gliding over the track. <laughs> obviously, whoever got, gets ahead comes in first at the pits, and the clerk just, after the chicane just pulls and cuts signs right <laughs> off. Like, fuck off! Yep, and then just strolls into the pits and the double stack. In fact, the double stack didn't seem that bad. No, but obviously, uh, science lost a good bit of time. Um, one person who we had, I think we should say that didn't really struggle in the rain uh, was Lewis Hamilton. No, he had a really clean race. Yeah, but you don't hear about him anymore. No, you know why, don't you? Because they're all too busy talking about how good Max Verstappen is and these changing conditions and how he just loves his car being slippery and sliding everywhere. Fuck up. Actually, uh, like he had a really good race, Hamilton. And to be honest, I think he was unlucky not to get Ocon as well. But, I mean, you can't overtake here. It's, it's well known. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's next to impossible. Uh, one of the other things that made me wet my pants was Yuki Sonoda. Oh my god! I, I was waiting for you to say this. Yuki Sonoda's radio messages were absolutely comical. Like, I mean, that guy is hilarious. I think I, I still got the video I sent you, so I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, it is brilliant. I just, I just couldn't believe. I mean, there's a lot of people that say you, say, say you can't badmouth the team, but Yuki has not had this memo. I tell you that for nothing. <laughs> no. He has definitely not had that memo. And Yuki Sonoda just does not give a shit at all. I'm surprised he's managed to keep his seat as long as he has. I mean, he is a good driver, don't get me wrong, but when you talk like that about the team, I mean, here it is. I'll play it now. Can't hear anything. 
Ah, uh, you can't hear it. No, there's like it was just like silence there, Don. So basically, our uh, the team come on and say, Yuki, you need to uh, you need to do more. Uh, you're losing time under braking, and he goes, Yeah, I know, but the brakes suck. <laughs> and he said, Then they go, Yeah, but you need to do this, that, this, this, and that. And then he's like, Are you trying to crash me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... And then, did you hear him like 10 laps later? He's like, these brakes are really shit. Oh, brilliant. Yuki, Yuki, Yuki. Yuki Kishinoda, do not change, please. For the love of God. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, so, time. it's time for our trademark world-famous rundown. Yep. Shall I take the bottom 10 this time? Yep. Knock yourself out, Dominic. Well... Noted, Hamilton scores an additional point for setting the fastest lap of the race. That's one of little that will come this season, so that was good. Sargent yeah. received a five-second time penalty for speeding in the bed lane. Russell received a five-second time penalty for rejoining the track unsafely. Hulkenberg received a ten-second time penalty for failing to serve a penalty during the bit stop. <laughs> Which we didn't cover, but yeah. He basically didn't take it. He didn't they ignored the penalty. Fuck it. Why not yeah. Monaco? So, uh, the first DNF of the race was Lance Stroll, as expected. He pretty much yeah. hit every car and every wall on the track. He raced like at Monaco, like I race at Monaco, with no damage on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I was watching you. Be honest, maybe I would have been better. There's a slim chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But up to lap five, you've already been on your wing, number five. Like we have, we have no wings left. There's no wings yeah. for you. That is a trouble when you run out of front wings. <laughs> yeah. But at least I would have done it somewhere not at the hairpins, it was underneath my <laughs> car. That's <laughs> sake. Uh, another DNF, Magnuson in at 19. Then lap cars begin. Uh, Sergeant, definitely the worst, The other than the crashing, definitely worst driver of the day. Yeah. Uh, Logan Sergeant, lap twice. Hulkenberg, wow, he had also a disaster. Lap twice in its 17th. Then 16th, Perez, great strategy from Red Bull. Lap twice. Yuki Sonoda in at 15th, lap twice. And then moving up, Albon, I mean, he was lap once, but I mean, uh, I think it's a pretty good result for Williams at this track. Yeah. 13th, uh, Joe Guan Yu, lap once. The freeze, probably one of his best results of the season, lapped once. And Valtteri Bottas also lapped once in an 11th. I'm lucky not to score a point. Yeah, and now we go to the points. So in 10, we have Pasty, who scored one point. Just behind his teammate, Lando Norris, who scored two points, so double points finished for McLaren. Achievement. We have Carlos Sainz in eighth. Probably not the result he was looking for. He was, he was looking for. Mr. Spin, break his wing and blame everybody else but me. Uh, in seventh, we have Pierre Gasly. Saw so drive from Pierre Gasly. Didn't really see him. Didn't really do much. He just was cruising about in seventh. Then we have Charles Leclerc in sixth. Uh, somehow ahead of his teammate Sainz uh, because he was driving three miles an hour and covered him off on overtake. So took the priority into the pit stop. Then we have 
George Enderman Russell. Please let me past. Please let me past. Please, please, please let me past. <laughs> Slimey McSlime. Slimey McSlime. Please let me past. And then in fourth with the fastest lap, Lewis, Sir Lewis Hamilton. He had a lovely Sunday afternoon drive. Yeah. I don't, he didn't really say anything at all. He just was just in his own think, for a while. Yeah, and I think, we have... I think his strategy was one of the worst of the grids as well. I think starting on the medium was the worst strategy. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because he didn't really make any places up as well. You know, you thought you were trying to shoot past him. Yeah. Uh, and then we have driver of the day, Esteban Ocon, in third. Max is best Ocon. Max's best friend, yeah. Uh, Ocon said he thought he had the best race pace, but held everybody else up. <laughs> Then we have Fernando, Mr. 41-year-old, stuck in 2008. Um, 2007, sorry, Alonso. <laughs> because he decided when it was raining, it was a good idea to go on the mediums. Yeah, they, they dropped the ball there big time. Big time. Massive. It was like a fry moment. And then in first place, we have Max Verstappen, Mr. He cruised so far ahead, his car is absolutely unbeatable, and he just basically puts it in, in cruise control and just sits there. But still drives it into the wall halfway around the track. Yeah, yeah, he still has big moments and then shouts about it and then makes out that that moment could wreck his race, but because he's that good, he still won. Mm, exactly. I mean, going back to Alonso, I think Alonso had the better strategy today as well before the rain. I think they looked like mm. they looked like most of the race they might win it, even when it did start to rain, but they just threw it away at Aston. Yeah, they did, they did a fry moment, just picking a strategy from the, the, the spaghetti. I mean, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist, you could suggest with the new deal that they've just completed, that maybe it's linked with Honda. Oh, mm-hmm. exactly. You must let our team win this year, and we'll give you a great engine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, if you believe I'm in that... You, um, We'll leave you on that conspiracy theory. Yeah. Do you know what I've heard for a long time? What? Jewelry gate. Jewelry gate because it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, because you already won wants. the championship. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, this has been our Monaco Grand Prix podcast. Uh, 50A and 50B. Sounds like buses. And to be fair, that's exactly what we're like. You don't hear from us for a while, and then boom, arrive same at the same time. time. Monaco Bus Podcast. Monaco Bus Podcast. Honk, honk. Honk, And we will be back for the Spanish Grand Prix in a week's time. Less than a week. Five days. Six days. Adios. Arrivederci. Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please write into the podcast at f1purplerain at gmail.com. Or get in contact with us through our Instagram page at f1purplerain.